Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome to Security and Security. This is the podcast that I say it's okay to not be okay. I'm Johnny Seifert and every week I'm joined by a very special guest. My guest today is not only celebrating a decade of being involved in the same TV show or even being a reality star, he is celebrating a decade of being interviewed by me. Known for his job, <laughs> known for his drunken proposals using Haribo rings, his three appearances on X on the Beach, and being the holiday rep every girl wants to be with. I'm delighted to welcome back to Skidinski, ahead of starring in the new series of The Cabas Weekender, which you can see on Tuesday the 3rd of January on ITVX and ITV2. It's my mate, Jordan Davis. Hello, mate. Well, I can't believe it's been 10 years. 10 years since we've done our first interview. That is astonishing, really, when you look at it like that. So we were both 19 and we've spoken every single year since. And we basically went through a whole 20s decade together. Every summer it was like, right, it's Jordan time. It's Jordan time again. <laughs> yeah, and it's just, you know, it, it's it's amazing that for some reason they still want me. They won't get rid of me. And I don't know, I don't know what it is, but yeah, they just they every year they're like, right, okay, Jordan, we don't know if you're gonna be back. And then it's like, okay, Jordan, we want you, we want you. Here's the call. So yeah, it's I think there's been, you know, over 35 reps in total. And I'm the only one who's done every single series and, yeah, still going strong. So it's amazing and a blessing at the same time. And obviously, those who haven't seen The Weekender, this is going to be the Cavos Weekender, but we had the IB Weekender and actually before that we had the Magaluf Weekender. So it went through three massive changes. And you're right, you are the OG, but you're the consistency that goes through those series and that franchise as a whole. And I think, you know, we've, because like I said, we've done Magaluf, we did the boat in Croatia, we've done our beef and now that it's gone to Kavos, it, it was different in a sense of, you know, compared to our beef, you know, not as a big of a party destination as our beef but I think with this one, you know, because with a lot of the series we've previously had, you've had a lot of the same kind of team as such as well with this series. It's almost like a brand new team, which is why I think it's completely different to the series we've had prior to this one. In 2011, after A-Levels, I went to Kavos because I chose it over Magaluf and over Zante because 
I just thought it was a lot more chilled. It was a, you know, it's a nice place, Cavos. The whole area, I went to the mainland and we went around the castle, had some really nice Moussaka. And just being around Greece was nice as a whole, but Kavos, the actual strip, wasn't as crazy as all the other places are. I think the reason why they chose Kavos is because, you know, when we were in Ibiza, that wouldn't necessarily be somebody's first holiday mm. you'd go on. Do you know what I mean? Ibiza's when you've, you know, you've been abroad a bit and experienced it more. So I think the reason they've gone with Kavos is to make it seem... Well, to make it a mo- lot more legit and realistic. And because that's, that, that's what you do, you know, you go to Maga, Kavos, or, you know, Ayanapa or places like that. You wouldn't really go to Ibiza. So I think going to Kavos made it a lot more real, especially for the guests. Because, you know, we've got we've got guests that have never been on this, you know, well, been abroad before. Yeah, the guests are a lot, they're a lot more like, you know, what you would expect to find as opposed to, you know, I think they've gone back to the roots of what Magaluf Weekender was. It, it, it reminded me a lot more of Magaluf when it first ever started, which I think is why the show will do really well, because they've gone back to their roots, basically. The audience we're going for, hopefully a lot of the old fans that used to watch it, because, you know, we've been off screen now for three years. So I think, you know, It'd be nice to get the old ones back. We want to just get basically a new generation of fans who love going abroad, who are interested about, you know, where to go for a holiday. You know, do I think about going to Cavos? Because as much as you want to show off Cavos as well, it's about showing that no matter who you are, you can have a great time abroad because we have such a wide variety of guests. And because the best thing with this show is anybody can come on it. As opposed to like Love Island, you know, you've got a pretty much all the cast are all stunning, good looking, you know, quite outgoing for us. We like to show that we can bring you out your shell because, you know, with us, we'll have some guests that are quite nervous, quite shy. And, you know, we want to show that, you know, anyone can come abroad and we can give anybody an amazing time abroad. As much as, you know, us reps have our dramas and uh, we make a lot of mistakes, we try to make sure that we can give everyone the best time, which is when things go wrong, obviously that's when it is brilliant because, you know, we're having a brand new team, you know, that are quite inexperienced. I think that's why this series, you'll see a lot more mistakes and a lot more dramas happen along the way. And I think that's also really important, actually, is the fact that, when you are going on a trip away, you don't have to be the alpha male who gets with every single girl and sleeps with every single girl. And we've seen it on the show in the past in the Ibiza weekend that sometimes they actually don't want to go clubbing. They just want to have a really nice time with their friends and just go, do you know what, we've done our A-levels, let's just relax now. It doesn't have to be that pressure of you've got to go out, you've got to get absolutely wasted and you've got to go and get with a thousand people. Yeah, I think that's why, you know, this, especially this series, like we weren't so much about you know, drinking, drinking, drinking loads. It was more about guests having fun. And, you know, it's not necessarily, like I said, like you just said, it's not necessarily about, you know, especially for, well, mainly for boys, oh, you've got to go abroad, you have to pull to show you've had a great holiday. Like with this series, it was more about, we want to know about you, why you want to come abroad, if there's anything, you know, you want to do or stuff like that. Because, you know, for sometimes you'd have friends, you know, might be the last time before some of them are going off to uni or some of them were like celebrating I don't know, a big birthday or stuff like that. So, you know, we had, with this series, there were so many different kind of guests and each episode was completely different. But with the reps, I think, you know, but obviously David's used to having me by his side constantly as like his right-hand man, because as much as they would hate to admit it, he would always need me there. And I think this time round, to start with, I'm not there. And with a brand new team, I think he found it tough. He might not admit it, but I think more with the lads, I think he found it quite tough. So I think this series, you're going to see David get put through his paces a lot more because, you know, he hasn't got me to rely on to back him up and stuff like that. So I think this series, yeah, it, it's a lot harder when it comes to the rep inside of it, especially because when we were always in Ibiza, we knew what we were doing. We knew the hotel 
off by heart. We knew all the venues with this. It was kind of brand new for everyone. So it made it pretty tough straight away. So how does that work from a production point of view? Then? So obviously David is the El Cafe. He's in charge. He's the head rep. And then not you, but everyone else are just reps who are there. From a production point of view, though, where does the TV stop and you start your job? Yeah, so the best way I can describe it as, it's kind of like when we're in the hotel, it's like Big Brother because before a new set of guests arrive, you'll get like, you know, an hour or two break and they'll be like, right, okay, just so you're prepared now, this is what's going to happen now. We're ready to film the next episode. And basically they'll, well, they'll tell David like, right, okay, you can you designate the reps to these roles? So put Ethan and Lucy on reception and have, Tash and Joel on guest welfare, like standing the guest welfare is when they stand there with the drinks, basically. And they basically go, right, okay, everyone in your positions. And then you'll just, you'll be stood there waiting and then go, right, in the guest comes. So it kind of just flows then like a big brother because it's all fixed rig cameras. The production don't get involved because they want it to be captured as naturally as possible because, you know, and people, and people do think, oh, it must be staged, it must be set up. But that's the only way that it's constructed is that when the guests come in, you get given your roles and then you basically just go from there. So, you know, you'll and because you we kind of know what we're doing, like, you know, you and if you've seen it, and a lot of the reps obviously coming on this, they would have watched it. So they know the guests come to reception, then you take them to the meet the other reps on the balconies, and then obviously, you know, you show them around the rooms and you kind of let them chill for a little bit. Then obviously the next group, like well, boys or girls will come in next, and then you know, you let them chill, then you introduce them, and then you know, we we always go out around about the same time, eight to nine o'clock at night. So the basically what happens is then the production will basically whoever's leading the night, they'll pull them aside and be like, right, okay, you're leading tonight. This is where you're gonna go. Just make sure everyone's ready for this time and then you're ready to go. And then basically you all gather, we go out and then, you know, it's kind of just, we, we go to the bars, there are obviously areas designated for us. And then they kind of, yeah, just go from there. So, but we kind of know as reps what conversations need to have, like, you know, what are the boys here for? You know, what are the girls there? Because it's kind of, it's pretty easy, isn't it? Like who do the boys fancy? Who do the girls fancy? And it's kind of trying to just get them then to hook up with the people they want to hook up with or if they like the reps. So it sounds easy to do, but there is a lot going on. But when you've got someone like me who's done it all my life, I knew exactly what to do, but... You know, when you've got someone like David, then he hasn't got me there to kind of help and guide things, especially if David's not out on the night out. It can make things a little bit tougher, but that's the fun of it. When it goes wrong, that's what people want. Well, that's what we love. That's why we watch the reality. What was COVID like and that post-clubbing era? Obviously, you've been clubbing for the past 10 years, but coming out of COVID, how's that clubbing scene changed? Other clubs back to as they were? Was the strip as busy as it is? Or have people gone, actually, we don't need to do these first holidays and a clubbing resort. We'll just go onto a nice little town now. Yeah, I think, you know, COVID, well, I found COVID really, really tough because, you know, for me, obviously, as a DJ, I had like a huge, like, you know, European tour lined up where I was going to be away for 60, 60 dates out of 30 nights. So, you know, I lost that overnight. And then obviously we lost the show because obviously COVID, it's probably, you know, it's not like Love Island where you're in a secure bubble. Like we are literally in a hotel with everyone. And, you know, we, so we, you know, we oh, overnight, I'd lost the TV show and I'd lost all my DJ work. So I found lockdown really, really tough. And it's something that, you know, for because I know because when it was no end in sight, I was like, you know, I really I really struggled with like, you know, my mental health and stuff like that. But and obviously, because then you know, three years down the line with the show coming back, I was like, what well, are they, you know, I'm I'm 30 now. Are they gonna even want me anymore? So, you know, to get that, if, if this is my last one, I know I say that every time, then you know, it was really nice that I could, you know, do it one last time and go out with a massive bang. No, I think, you know, now I find the clubbing scene, it, it's completely different because, you know, we had, you know, you think 18 year olds missed their whole, their whole first year of going clubbing 
because of COVID. So I think now when I go to the clubs and stuff, especially the DJ, I think, you know, the clubbing scene is completely different in the sense of I think people appreciate going out a lot more and people seem to really just enjoy it a lot more. And especially when I'm DJ. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Okay, looking at the crowd, people really do seem to really, really appreciate it now, which is amazing. And yeah, I think that, well, I can't see any more lockdowns happening again. But yeah, I think now to be back and obviously do my DJing again now is just amazing. And yeah, the show, obviously, bear in mind with Cavos, we still have to have COVID measures in place. So it did make it kind of tough, but we made we got around it and we made it work because you think if one of us caught COVID or whatever, or we've saved all the reps caught COVID, we wouldn't be able to have a show. So, you know, we had to have COVID tests every day, though, still. And, you know, it was it was risky and worrying because if all the crew were caught it or the cast, how would the show have gone on? So we kind of got very fortunate because, you know, one mistake could have changed the whole then we would have cancelled the show probably. And obviously you're right, with COVID, the show did get cancelled for a couple of years. How did you find that time not being on TV? Because, you know, you've been on TV more or less consistently for the past decade. Obviously you've done other shows like Big Brother and X on the Beach. Then it comes to this time and there are no reality shows to go on. And then obviously yeah. it's three years to get back to here. You, you met Isabel, your girlfriend, on the show but that time when you're both not on TV and you're both just being you away from the cameras, how did you adapt to that? And did you miss being on TV? You were like, actually, I've done it and like I'm now ready. I'm 30 years old. I want to move on with that. Well, to be honest, I, I found it, it it was a real big struggle because, you know, like I said, I was so used to it. It's like a routine. Every year it would come on the same time. You know, I, I you know, that and obviously with my work wise as well, you know, that really 
helps boost me. But, you know, I think if it wasn't for having Isabel, like, I would have really struggled because I did find it tough, obviously, you know, losing everything. And I like a routine. So to lose like everything and not knowing, like I said, when there was no vaccine and we didn't know when it was coming to an end, I thought, right, this could go on for four, five, six years. No DJing because clubs obviously were the first thing to shut, last thing to open. And I think, you know, if it wasn't for Isabel, I would have found it a lot harder. And I think, you know, when, when it comes to relationships in lockdown, it was either going to make you or break you. And I think, you know, it, it just made us stronger. And I think, yeah, if it wasn't for her, it would have been a whole lot harder for me because, you know, she would, well, she's been going for, kind of went for the same experience. You know, we were on TV, we met together. And yeah, I think, you know, she was kind of my rock and my saviour during this time. What's it like, though, dating her now away from the cameras, away from the public eye? Has that changed your relationship? Or are you still both conscious of, we know we met on a TV show, the cameras are still interested, as we, we've just said, we're interested in it. Yeah, I think, you know, it, in a way it's kind of good because if I was with someone who didn't know kind of the TV life or how it worked and stuff like that, then it would be a lot harder. But, you know, she understands and she fully trusts me because, you know, we've been together for four years now. So I think, you know, it, it's a relationship where if you're with somebody who's not in the industry, it would be really hard and really tough, especially if, you know, I have to go away filming and then she's like, well, I'm not going to, you know, when you take your phone off, you you don't have a phone for a month, you know, but if you when you can't contact someone for that long, it, it's a long time. And obviously when they don't know what you're getting up to, or what's going on, I think, you know, you need somebody who's, you know, a strong character and actually fully trust you. So you've got to have a lot of trust. And obviously we we do have fully complete trust because if we didn't have that, then obviously the relationship wouldn't work. But like I said, with my DJ as well, me being away a lot, she fully trusts me. And I think that's why we work so well. And that's why, you know, I'm really lucky to be with someone like her. Let's look back at 10 years of you being on TV, 10 years of you being a reality star. How do you look back at that experience? And what would you have told that younger self, that 19-year-old little Jordan who uh, used to do, well, basically did go out with your little Harry Bow rings at the time? Yeah, I think, you know, that when I first started TV, I was your typical young lad who wanted to pull everyone, get with everyone. And but in a way, if I was to tell myself something 10 years ago, I think it would be just keep doing you because I must have done something right to still be in this game 10 years later and on the same show 10 years later. Because I think the reason why I I, I did so well on it was because I was always just myself. You know, I didn't try to think what people would want to see or, you know, how to become super famous. Because, you know, back in 10 years ago, you know, reality TV wasn't wasn't anything like it is today now. You know, people want to be reality TV stars because they think it can change their life. But, you know, advice I will give people is, you know, if you want to do reality TV, don't expect it, you know, to change your whole life. You're not going to become a millionaire. You're not going to be sorted for the rest of your life. It's a brutal industry. And going on reality TV, you go on it to have fun. And if it does open doors for you, amazing. But, you know, there's one in a million people who will get that opportunity and get that chance. And, you know, not even, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm not a million. I've not got stupid loads of money, but... The thing is, you know, it's it's kept me enough that I, you know, I've I've been fortunate enough that I don't need to go and get, you know, back to a nine to five job or stuff like that. But look at well, my weekender show, for example, you probably got me, David, Callum, and maybe you know people who've got really lucky and fortunate that we haven't had to go back to a normal job. Well, not normal, but like a, just a nine to five job as such. So you know, reality TV, it, it's a brutal industry, but it can be amazing if it works out for you. But if you're thinking of doing it, don't get your hopes up too much thinking this is the BL end all my life sorted for the rest of my life. That's the interesting thing as well that you can't just go on a reality TV show now and think oh I'm popular I'm famous and I've got a bit of a following on Instagram I'm going to get all these brand deals you've still got to 
be all over TikTok. Lucy, who's on the show, who you can hear on the next episode of Sukunian School, Lucy Appleton, she's massive on TikTok. So yeah. watching her, if we don't know how you're coming back to the show, but you've obviously seen her in some shape or form being on TikTok. What's that experience like now? Because that's a completely different world to what we grew up in. I actually don't have TikTok. That's the one thing I don't do because it's for me, it's like, I know it can be, well, TikTok can be super addictive. And that's why I thought I'm not going to get into it because I just kind of stick to what I know. So I know, I know I'm good on Instagram. Like, you know, so I'll just, I just kind of stick to that. And yeah, I think, you know, the social media has completely changed as well, how everything is because TikTok is now probably the most biggest platform and people become superstars off TikTok alone. I think the thing TikTok did brilliantly was because anyone could become famous on TikTok. TikTok's more, I'd say, more about your personality and, you know, showing how fun you can be as well. Instagram is more kind of like posy and all that kind of thing, which is why I think TikTok is a phenomenal platform because they've shown that, you know, it's more about, it's not about photos, it's about videos and being silly and being stupid, which I think is the best way to be because the more, and that's why I love Cabos Weekender because, you know, we just show that, you know, you haven't got, got to be just posy, good looking. With us, with Cabos Weekender, it's about being silly, being stupid, making mistakes. And that's why I think, you know, Weekender does do well because it's not about romance all the time. It's about, you know, holidays, being silly, being stupid, being a bit of a, well, just a bit of an idiot really at times. So I think that's why the show does amazing because it shows a different aspect to most reality TV shows. Amazing, mate. Final question for you. What are your New Year's resolutions for 2023 this time around? So my New Year's resolution, well, it's going to be to try and get back in the gym now, basically, because I've kind of fell off the bandwagon, especially Christmas. But I think as well, it's about, well, focusing more on my music career now. So obviously I'm a DJ, but getting into production and stuff like that and really pushing myself that side of it, I think is, you know, because I've, you know, I'm back, I'm back in the clubbing scene now. I've been up and down all over the UK and yeah, it's now getting bold to that production side of things as opposed to just the DJ side of it. How hard is that though? Cause you know, I look at someone like Joel Corey, who's obviously massive in the DJ world now, you know, he's got a couple of songs out now, which Radio 2 and Capital Play, but for me, He's always going to be that guy on Geordie Shaw who was with Sophie. So similar to you, how do you lose that label of this is Jordan Davis reality star, Jordan from people that have seen Lex on the Beach, Big Brother or Weekender, to go and this is Jordan Davis, please take me seriously as a producer, as a DJ and as a record maker. Yeah, do you know what? It's it's all about just time. Because when I first you know announced that I was obviously DJing and stuff like that clubs didn't want to book me and I would do you know that you know we're talking I've been doing it six years almost six years now the first year of my DJing I was basically I had to the first well six months I had to basically just put myself out for free because everyone was like oh look we want to book you for club appearances but I was like but no I'm you know I'm a DJ now and they're like well no we want to just book you for club appearance so it was almost like I had to push myself and you know show that look no I am serious about this and it was you know when I go and do it I think people are like oh is he you know didn't want to take me seriously so it's just about like it was just about dedication and pushing it and pushing it and you know now you know the flies used to be Jordan Davis from my beef weekend the DJ set but now it's just Jordan Davis and so you know it's taken a while to get there and I think you know it's people need to see you doing it properly to be like okay look you know, he doesn't just put a USB stick in and press play. People need to see that, you know, you're reading the crowd, you know, you're showing what people like and stuff like that. So, you know, it's it's taken time, but I'm getting there. And when you see this series, there's going to be things on this series with my role particularly that are going to blow people away and going to show that there's a different side to me on this show, that you're not going to just see me as a rep as such, which I cannot wait for. Put it that way. I'll leave you with that note. Oh, I 
love it, my friend. Jordan Davis has been fully peep-tonged. I cannot wait to see what happens. <laughs> You've been listening to Sigurdsson with me, Johnny Sifer. If you love Weekender like me, you can see Jordan on the Cavs Weekender from Tuesday the 3rd of January on ITVX and ITV2. And if you love the series, Jordan's old, old, old co-star Imogen Town has been on before. And as I said, Lucy Afton will be on the next episode of Security Insecure. And if you enjoyed the episode, please do subscribe, rate and like it and share it on your social medias. Remember, as we go into 2023, it's okay to not be okay. You know, more than ever, please keep talking about your mental health. Over Christmas and New Year, it's been hard for some of you. It's absolutely okay, but let's keep spreading that word that it's okay to not be okay. At Johnny Seafoot is where you can find me on social media. And please just support the podcast. Like I said, subscribe to it, share it on your social medias, leave a little rating and a review. I've been Johnny Seafoot. I can't wait to keep talking to you in 2023. And for now, a very happy new year. Speak to you soon. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.